Oh shit. Oh shit. We got a podcast, mate. Yeah, we did it. Yes, I'm excited. Yeah. So guys, welcome to the very first beer and other shit, episode one. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Uh, this is kind of a little time in the works. We finally, we're here in Montreal getting in Montreal. it done. So yeah, I'm excited. It's beautiful. Tell us who, tell these people who you be, son. I am Scott Cole. That's a wonderful beer name. Beer enthusiast. <laughs> And you are? My name is Craig. Guess what mum calls me, but you guys can call me C. All right, C. Okay, it's just easier, quicker, shorter. All right. So, let's run that theme song. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all are brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer, we can do this. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all are brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer, we can do this. Yeah. Yeah, so if you go, we're excited as fuck about this, man. Straight up. Yeah, I love, man, I love drinking beer. I love talking about beer. This is why we're here. So, exactly. uh, so I mean, like the purpose of this podcast is to really quickly break that shit down. Yep. Is I guess you know, we we want that that um, we want to bring sort of a more entertaining aspect. A lot of the the podcasts I've heard in the past have been sort of you know pretty chill. It's just a bunch, couple of dudes, usually a little older, you know, just discussing craft beer and stuff like that. But we want to be like ridiculous about it. I, I, I want a podcast I want to listen to, right? Exactly. Not, yeah, yeah, something Not that, that uh, I can relate to, right? So that's what we're trying to bring to y'all. And, uh, you know, this episode, the, the first episode, what we really want to do is just, I'm sure you guys would be like, who the fuck are you to think you can have a podcast and right. tell us I, about beer? Anyone can make a podcast. What makes us uh, qualified to talk about beer any more than anyone else that has had a beer in their life. Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to break that down this episode, you know, sort of like why we, you know, why we're doing this, our little history and how we got into craft beer, because I guess some of you guys can relate and it's, you know, these stories are pretty interesting and shit. But before we get to that, we're going to get our sponsors. And yes, we have some sponsors. We sure do. So first up, Brewheads. It's a craft beer merchandise company based out of Phoenix, Arizona, ran by the homeboy Philip Hinson. Um... And these guys are crazy, man. Like they, Phil does everything. He like beanies, caps, um, t-shirts, hoodies, like these crazy ass yeah, hops. Cool. Um, do you see the hop, the leggings? No, I haven't seen that. will come up in the thing here. So uh, you guys should definitely check out his shit over at thebrewheads.com. Um, he sells, you know, he does all these crazy like uh, t-shirts with like, you know, James Bond with a hop head and yeah, like yeah. Uh, Stormtrooper. Uh, Stormtrooper, yeah, that's yeah. cool. It's pretty sick, huh? And then see like the hop leggings? Yeah, oh, like, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually got the hops in. The, he does but these. There's these, some stuff for the ladies too, if you're wondering. Ladies. Yeah, not he just did the uh, beer with, swag for boys. Exactly. The the ladies get the love. He did a collab with, uh, they call it Arizona Girls Pint Out. Have you heard of the? No. It's like a... Not just the Arizona one, there's a whole fucking thing called Girls Pint Out. So it's a bunch of, you know, female craft beer enthusiasts just going out and getting fucked up and, well, you know. Yeah. And uh, he collab with them. He sells them shits out. I think he did like three runs. They just keep going. Like, nice. Um, so they're really dope. And um, Well, not to forget about yourself, your collab you did with him. Yes, uh, which we'll get into more detail later, but I did a collab with uh, Brewhead. So, you know, to be transparent, he is the homie, but he's still sponsoring the podcast. Uh, we did like a, a snapback uh, and a, uh, like a, it's called a Bier Sommelier glass, we called it, with like 22 karat gold printing and shit. It's really nice in a pack. We, we separated them, so you can buy them separately, but check them out, thebrewheads.com. And when you check out, if you put the coupon code BAOS, so for beer and other shit, um, you can get 10% off your entire order. So um, hit that up. Say good day to Phil and let him know we sent you. Thanks, Philly. Thanks, Philly boy. All right. And the second sponsor, we actually only, uh, well, I met these dudes um, last a couple of weeks ago and we're going to link up with them tomorrow for the mm -hmm. podcast. Yep. But uh, a wicked Montreal 
like beard, uh, what would you call them? Like beard, beard oil, beard yeah, care. Yeah, like beard product called Original Gentleman. So mm-hmm. it's Original Gentleman Plural dot CA. And these guys do yeah crazy shit. Beard, beard oils. They do the beard shampoo. I saw. Yeah, some the shampoo was interesting. Like in different specific shit for the beard. Crazy. Yeah. And that shit. They got this, uh, like, it's like a fucking beard comb made out of vinyl records, like, cut out of it. And they're, like, beard combs are apparently, like, wider, like, how do you know, like, wider separated the, the, the bristles yeah. or whatever they're called. Yeah, the, uh, I don't know what they call it. I don't know what the fuck they call but those shit. And, like, they gave me a crack of them and it just, like, ooh, glides through just me. Just glides right Fucking, like, water, bro. Dense thick, beard. Viscous yeah. beard. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just fucking crazy. So. These guys are really sick. I love them because they were good blokes. They both had delightful beards, which we will probably be discussing tomorrow in detail. There'll be some beard talk for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm. And um, yeah, so these guys have got everything. OriginalGentleman.ca and another coupon code for y'all motherfuckers. If you go there, when you check out, you put in beer and uh, you get 10% off your entire order as well. Yeah. So don't beer. Beer. It's not B-E-A-H. Oh, okay. Beer. 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 Yes. Funny talking cats. And uh, don't ever say that we don't do shit for y'all. Because we're just starting and we're making sure that's mm-hmm. combined 20% savings mm-hmm. of some quality projects. Trying to save you money and make you look fresh too. You're fucking damn right we are. <laughs> and the last two sponsors, once again in transparency, they're companies that I'm involved in. The Movement Fam, which is uh, my independent record label that I own with my girlfriend Tiffany and my brother Notion. Um, you know, we were based in Australia. We moved out here to Canada. And, uh, you know, you can check that out. Themovementfam.com is where all the information is. You can go to, like, my website for to get my music, Notion stuff. We're all on iTunes and stuff, but we do sort of soulful, organic hip-hop type shit, conscious uh, stuff. So, you know, the label's pretty sick. We've done, you know, we've got a bunch of stuff coming up this uh, summer. We've got a huge bunch of projects uh, in the works for this year. So I'm extraordinarily excited for that. TMF, baby, baby. Bitch. And finally, the last... Um, Another one of a company that my girlfriend Tiffany and I own is called High Season. And basically we do like social media and branding PR event stuff. And it's our artist management arm of the label. So highseasonco.com and highseasonco on everything. Instagram, Twitter, um, fucking uh, what else? Facebook, all of that. Check us out. All of your usual social medias. Exactly. And if you guys uh, are interested in it, if you need any help with your social media and shit, shoot us an email, info at highseasonco.com and let us know that you heard it on the Beer and Other Shit podcast and we'll look after y'all motherfuckers because that's how we roll. Holler. Yeah. All right. Sponsors are done. So, Scotty, do you know what's first? Do you know what we do first? Crack a beer. Crack that shit. I am down. All right. I I want you to do the honors, man. Okay. So, uh, well, what do you got here? Let's talk about it first. Yes. Uh, so, uh, I, don't, I can't even pronounce it. You can't even pronounce it. It's, it's a beautiful a, label. <laughs> the, it is a gorgeous. This uh, company's called La Trude de Diable. So, it's a Montreal. I uh, know it's not Montreal. They're actually based in Shawinigan. Okay. Which is this one. The, the beer we chose is La Blanche de Chauvy, which is a 5%, uh, what do you call them? Like a, it's like a Hefeweizen. Mm. Uh, like a, a, a. Have you had this one before? Yeah, I had it once before. Okay. okay. Um, at a, a wicked bar actually when you come back this summer it's called Alexandra Platz it's like this little hipster fucking like pop up bar they had here that was a boss patio beer so I figured this would be a nice way to kick it off being that the weather today is the hottest it's been since 2014 thank god I know yeah. killing me son long but ass winter it's a bitch but uh, yeah these guys are, are sick man I really have only had probably three of their beers which is uh, inexcusable um, <laughs> they're fucking, by your standards by my standards yeah. yes I you know I want to try them all right um 
these guys, I think this is a, a nice little way to pop off, being that it's a whatever day it is, Good Friday mm-hmm. afternoon. Easter. Easter. It's Easter. Happy Easter for Easter anyone who gives a flying fuck. <laughs> we just drink beer and record podcasts. Long weekend. That's, That's all it. that matters. You want to uh, pop this bad yeah, boy? Yeah, let's do this. Let's all do right. it for the, ready? Ready? Oh, right. Oh. Oh, I just love like that, that sound. Eh? Oh my you god, like that shit, eh? Do you want to pull it? You better yeah, let me. Let's, uh, let's see. Being that you are a bartender, which you tell us about, so uh, I gather it's not that redundant to be. <laughs> it's not that redundant to be reviewing beers over um, over a uh, your audio of a podcast. Yeah. I, I see motherfuckers doing that shit. Um, oh, look at this. Gorgeous. Oh. This one, it's very like... Uh, Cloudy. Yeah. As a Hefeweizen like, should be. Hefeweizen. It's pretty much a Hefeweizen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, decent little head. Lots of citrus on the nose there. Yeah, very cloudy. Uh, golden color. Definitely gold is the um, the color. One for our Chicken. lovely assistant, Tiffany. Yes. Tiffany's in the building. Hey. Hey. What's up? What's up? Holding this down. Let's cheers, guys. cheers, guys. Okay. Cheers. Let's Welcome. Let's this guy's shots. So let's talk about yeah. first. Uh, what do you see in this guy? Well, yes, I see the golden yeah. cloudiness. Cloudy the, golden uh, beer. It was a bit of a, a, a short-lasting sort of frothy head. Yeah, that didn't... Uh, I mean, kind distilled beer, sometimes you get a little bit of uh, that staying head, that foamy head. A lot of the, uh, the Belgian and German styles have yeah, that kind of like thick a, staying head. But this... Yeah, very, it's probably like from the triple. It's probably like a more sessionable triple. Right. Would you say? Well... There's only one way to find out. Let's, Let's uh, it. give it a shot. Let's check it out. Mmm. Mm. This is good, man. Okay. So it's nice and light. There's not a shit ton of flavor. I no, mean, it's I not a... I mean, am, some, I, am I wrong there? Not at all. Some of these are a little... Uh, the wheat beers tend to be very... Uh, well, overly sweet, I'd say. True. This is a True. little drier, a little uh, more palatable. It's uh, definitely like a, a sessionable type wheat beer. Mm. It's the type of shit you could put like a, I mean, I'm not into putting shit in beer, but you could chuck like an orange in there. Some yeah. of the beer purists would get mad at that. I'm not, you know, whatever. I'm not yeah, fruit beer. Get that serious. Uh, it's a little fruity and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, here, what's it saying? That's the French side. I, really I think it's all French, French actually. Yeah. Oh, it's all French because yeah. it's in France. They don't have to do it. Oh, there's some uh, Illuminati on yeah, there. Yeah, the old C&I. Fucking yeah. bullshit. Um, yeah, I feel like this, it's a blanche. That's what it is. It's a blanche. A blanche. Okay, we'll Sorry. call it a blanche. I should have realized that from the start. But um, yeah, it's, honestly, I can't translate in my head the French too quickly. Even though I live in Montreal, my French is shit house, mate. Fucking terrible. But um, yeah, this is a decent little beer. I figured it'd be nice and refreshing for a uh, you know to kick it off with since we're gonna we're yeah. doing podcast palooza today and fucking yeah. getting these bitches trying to done. bang out as many as we can. Yeah, you know, excuse me, we uh, don't want to be slaughtered after episode two. Let's kick it off nice and chill. You yeah. Know? But this is a decent beer, man, and uh, true to the album. I'd love to go there. Shawinigan, I believe. Tiff, you might know. I don't know if it's like, is it close by? Probably like an hour or two away. Do you want to quickly just uh, look that up? So, we, I mean, I mean, Tiff and I have very much Shawinigan. got into uh, podcasts recently. Uh, I have another podcast with my homeboy, Ill Vibe, called Everything is Everything, and we've done about five episodes kind of sporadically. But, um,. The, like I, I wasn't really listening to a lot of podcasts and now like like every single day we both listen to them and the funny shit is on the Joe Rogan one which you, you yeah. know, listen to that shit he's got that his homeboy Brian Redband who was always like yo Brian pull that up <laughs> it's like an assistant so I don't want to, to, to sort of like tell Tiff pull that shit up but uh, yeah. she's sort of sitting here helping us out with the laptop so we don't have to uh, keep looking away from the mic let's be honest she's here for the beer she's, not she's here for the beer she doesn't yeah. give a fuck yeah. Yeah. she just wants a free beer yeah. which is not really that free but we should, yeah, speaking of free beer, you know, if any uh, brewery, in all seriousness, I guess, is ridiculous as, you know, to get to ask for free beer. Like, fuck, if there's any, uh, as this grows, mm-hmm. the idea would be that, that breweries would be 
please to send us beer. We'll send review us beer. your beer. Happy to review it. And it's objective. Yeah. And if, if people do send us beer, like we bought, I bought this one yesterday. But um, you know, you be transparent about that shit. You let people know if uh, how far is it approximately? Uh, two hours. Two hours. Two hours. Two hours. Is it towards Quebec City? Yes. Okay. So, so there you go. It's so a day sh- trip. It's, it's a day, day trip. trip. Yeah. Could be something in the summer. Yeah. Um, I would love to go if they have like a uh, a nice little brewery or tasting room or something like that to check it out. I, I've seen these, these guys are in a bunch. They're one of the sort of bigger, I would say, Quebec uh, craft brews, breweries. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem to be everywhere. I really love their like their matte um, labels and stuff. It's not all glossy and shit. They got cool little paintings. All their ones have really cool artwork, and I, I really respect that. Here's a little question for you. Yes. How much does the the label and the the glassware you drink of and the coaster and the ambiance add to the flavor of the beer too? Is that is that a part of the drinking process to you? Do you great question? Is, is that something for me? It is. I like yeah. I like the whole experience. I, I again you Top mentioned before. I used to work in in bars. I used to bartend at a few bars in right. downtown Toronto, and uh, it was always uh, important to me to have proper branded uh, glassware mm-hmm. and coaster and obviously the ambiance makes a, a big difference in the beer drinking experience yes, right so I like sitting there and really having the the full experience it really right. enhances it for me not to say that the beer is going to taste any different if it's in a branded yeah. glass or anything but uh, you know it's um, nice though yeah right? it's, it's just a nice say, little a great, yeah a nice point. little addition that uh, yeah that you yeah, 100% agree man yeah. like uh, if, when it's in that you feel like it, that glass was made for that beer or at exactly least that, usually Usually they are. A lot of times they, they have... that beer, aren't they? Right. Yeah, that they'll have a... a, a Pilsner like, has a specific type of glass, exactly. an IPA, you know. Oh, of course, there's that, but I'm even saying within one brewery, mm-hmm. they've got multiple glasses that are specifically... I know there's a Pilsner glass right. and a uh, stout But for each of their specific beers. Yeah, they might yeah. have a certain thing. Some of them get creative with it and stuff, and that's the cool part. Mm-hmm. Like the, what we got now, we actually went to... Uh, you and I and uh, the girls went to a... What was it called? Bières et Saveurs. It's the Chambly Beer Fest. Oh, there's uh, last the summer. glass, isn't it? Yeah, this is the glass from the last yeah. summer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there you yeah. go. The name's on right there. There's a Seville. Yeah. And, um, Pardon my French. I don't yeah. speak French. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We're not, uh, yeah. I don't think we're going to have too many Francophone listeners okay. at this bitch. But that was a really fucking cool beer festival. Oh, that it was, was awesome. Dope. The best one I've ever been to, I'll be honest. Yeah. Just, just the vibe and uh, the music that was going on and fantastic beer everywhere. Everyone was in a good mood. and That's true. Yeah, that's what you need from beer festival. Good yeah, food, man. good beer, good atmosphere. Weather was gorgeous. Weather was fantastic. Was beautiful. The area, beautiful little like, town, yeah. I wish we had have uh, maybe gone up and maybe even done like the whole day there. I know it's only half an hour from Montreal, but it'd be almost cool to stay in a little... Well, I mean, you don't have to stay. Just so we can get slaughtered. Because yeah. like, <laughs> you, know, you had to drive... Oh, did I drive? I think you I drove, drove back. You drove, Because yeah. I was like, I'm the biggest... I had like, too many marshmallow stouts or whatever they were. Those were <laughs> amazing. That, that was that those same were so good. We'll definitely do an episode. That, that's one thing. There. I'm not angry at a beer garnish when they put a marshmallow on mm. your glass. That was fucking phenomenal. That was one of the coolest things the, the about that and the fact that they had that St. Bock in... Actually, in Montreal and St. Denis, they're fucking amazing. Like a, I think it was just a regular stout, not even a vanilla stout, but just put a, you know, a stick of marshmallow on the yeah. side. Crazy. Well, made it for me. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah, man. That festival was dope, but... um. I guess we'll sidetrack. Do you want? That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point, right? The whole point, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to get into why, uh, how we got into beer? Why are we yeah. talking about beer? What? Why the fuck are we here? Yeah. So, how did you? When? Okay. When did you have your first beer? Uh, would be the question. The, my first beer, I remember, growing up as a kid, me and my dad would watch uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go Leafs! I don't want to talk about Go Leafs right Leafs. now. They're having like a terrible season. I really haven't even watched. It's just pathetic. But uh, as a kid, I used to love the Leafs and. Me and my dad would uh, sit down in the evenings and uh, watch the games. And because I was his little son, I was his little 
gopher, you know, go get me this, get me that. So he'd always be, uh, Scott, go get me a beer. Okay. So I'd go upstairs and I'd get him a beer and, uh, he was expecting me to just bring him a beer and he'd crack it and start drinking it. But what mm-hmm. I would do is go upstairs, crack a beer. And the entire time I walked back downstairs, I'd be Did sipping off his beer. Shit? Right. So I'd bring <laughs> it to him half and he said, Scott, I made her nine years old, by the way. So, yeah. uh, just knocking that yeah, shit. I loved you li- it. You oh, I loved it, it. Yeah. Okay. I actually had a favorite brand as an eight-year-old kid. I would that? tell people at my school, oh, yeah, I drink, uh, you know, I drink. What was it? Cool uh, Red shit? Dog or something like that. I think it was Red Dog. Does my dad was a terrible. I think it does. I think if you bring it up, it, yeah, it's Red like a, one of those macro loggers from back in the day, you know? Gee, I, I swear, because when we would do it, when we get into it, when we were doing yeah. our, the blog stuff, I never saw, I don't recall ever seeing that, like at the beer It store. may not exist anymore, but like back then, Probably, I remember. Probably, thank God, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I, I got a, I acquired a taste when I was eight or nine years old. I said, "What is this? That's cool, delicious bubbly substance." Right there you go. There's the, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I was produced by Miller. Oh, there you go. Oh, so maybe they fucked America, it off out of Canada. America. Since 2005, it's been returning to stores. Oh, it's Milwaukee's best and high life. So it's probably it's, um, not in probably in the states. Right. Now. And yeah. there was this one of those ones that kind of didn't do well enough here to keep. Right. All right. So then, if you were drinking from when you're eight, that's pretty G. Yeah. When so get down. when did that turn into a regular? Uh, when well, did you start being like, did you get on like, you know, fucking um, liquor or some other, when you go to a party I, when you're like It was always beer for me, or, yeah. Like I, I was never opposed to liquor, but, uh, you know, generally what you can afford, I'd get the, you know, whatever was on teenager, sale. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you grab what's you on sale and garbage? you drink it. Like Lake Port it was terrible beer. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I don't think Lake Port existed back then, but you were drinking, uh, you know export and, uh, uh, gotcha. you know, these, I mean, these old that, school. That bad, but no, but I mean, it's it's by no means a flavorful but at that point yeah. you're just drinking to get drunk right you're yeah it's like you're smashing it 18 crushing 19 years shit. old right they're right. crushers so but uh i did acquire a taste and over time when i got into the bartending scene and started having uh you know more varieties of styles of beer i realized wow this you know beer is not just Lager domestic well. lager yeah. right there's more to it than that right. so uh yeah that's what really kind of excited me and then uh, well, then I met you, and you like beer, too. Yes. And uh, we met at Jack Astor's. Uh, we did. Uh, in pub we used to work 2004, at. my yeah. first time living here. Yes. So uh, I met you, and uh, we kind of linked up then, and uh, you went back home for a little while. I did. To Australia. Back then, yeah. uh, five or six and, years. And uh, you came back, we reconnected, and I found out you're moving to downtown Toronto. At yep. this point, I was living with my parents still, and decided... I'm going to move in with these crazy Australian guys. Fuck yeah. And, uh, what a decision. Oh, it just what a changed my life for the better. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you seem yeah. to be cool on the beer thing too. And uh, maybe you tell a little bit of your story of how you uh, got into... Yeah, I was a to, Yeah, to, totally, to man. I was a late bloomer. I wasn't yeah. like... I was doing that sip and dad shit as a kid when he was like, get us a beer. I fucking hated it, man. Like, I thought it was always so disgusting. The yeah. old smell of like, you know that... Thing when you walk in the beer store and you yeah, smell yeah, the yeah, yeah. like returns, yeah. I oh, hate gross, that man. smell. It just grossed me out. And soggy cardboard. Yeah, <laughs> soggy cardboard and yeah. like off yeast. Yeah, yeah. It's disgusting. So dad used to drink these garbage ass things. They were called, uh, the main one he was Carlton Cold. And when I was like 16, I, I remember I bought like a whatever, a slab of it. Slab is like a carton, we call it a 24, yeah, 24 yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's hilarious. And, um, so yeah, you know that shit. <laughs> just explain that these cunts wouldn't even yeah. know, so. Fucking, yeah, I remember just getting slaughtered, drinking that shit, puking my guts up off it. For years and years, I couldn't even look at the label and yeah. stuff. And I didn't, I didn't even start enjoying beer. I thought I was a G because I think I was about 18 and I bought one Budweiser and one Heineken just to try beer and stuff yeah. and be like, I thought I was so worldly, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Drink and I go, we get Asahi and we drink sort of like international lagers. Mm-hmm. Interna- well, 
macro lagers from right. everywhere. Right. And there was like a beer store in um, where I used to live in St. Kilda. And we used to go down there and cop the, the beers. And I'd always cop like the Cuban Cristal lager and... Um, the Kilmes from Argentina. So I thought, I know, I really, honestly, I thought, I drink beer, bro. Yeah, I'm yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. Honestly, in hindsight, little now I get it. Know. I was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So mine was a little bit of a late bloomer into it. And uh, before I left Australia, honestly, I didn't even know if, I think I'd had Guinness. No, I'd had Guinness a bunch, but it, like that was as exciting as it got. I don't think I'd ever had a porter, a brown ale, or fucking any other interesting styles until we, we moved back to Canada. So we moved, and I remember in 2004 at Jackasses, I was fascinated because at that time I was 22, 23. And, they had like um, 20 beers on tap at the time. Oh, I it was think. crazy. Yeah, and yeah. I was so excited because I thought Labatt Blue was good and Keith was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These were your idea of Canadian beers yes, at the time. Yeah. As an uneducated kid, yeah. being a kid, literally being um, fucking, what, 22 years of age, I guess, you know, still pretty immature, hadn't traveled and stuff like that, didn't really know much about the world and, you know. I thought that was what was up because they weren't too dissimilar to the shit I was drinking at home and going and buying and stuff. So like, you know, when we fast forward back to moving in 2010, uh, when we moved back mm-hmm. and going to the LCBO again, I was excited and trying all the beers. And, um, the reason we're here today, actually. So my mates in Australia were doing this thing. It was January, 2011. They were doing this thing called 365 days of beer. So I was like, all right, it was just like just a casual thing. And the rules of this thing were you had to drink, 365 beers within a year, a calendar year, not one per day, because that's what everyone thought. Like, who has time for that shit? Right. But um, 365 in a year, you had to have a photograph of you holding the beer bottle to prove you drank it or the labeled pint glass. Right. That were the two rules. And you had to post it on Facebook. Right. Everyone else, the, who a bunch of my, probably two or three friends were doing it, they all dropped out pretty soon. Right. And I was like, I think it was, I remember specifically, I'll never forget the date, like January 20 when I started it. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's my first like proper Canadian winter. It's a little depressing and yep. stuff. You know, we're just sort of chilling, not used to it all. I was living in a dank ass basement. You know, you're in the level up, so it wasn't as bad as the depressing side. But when you're kind of underground, it's fucking cold and dark. What else do you do in Canada in the winter? You what sit you in the basement and you drink beer. Yeah, you drink so, fucking yeah. beer. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Let's do this. And because we were always hanging out, my brother lived with you. Notion was living upstairs. So it was like, you know, we're always hanging out anyway. And then, so of course you were seeing me taking these stupid photos with the beer. And I remember I got about uh, 12 beers in and someone was like, a mate in Australia was like, hey, you should review them, man. And yeah. let people know what you think of it. So I was like, all right. So I went back and reviewed them all because they were like Budweiser. Heineken, right, you had them head. a ton of times already, yeah. Yeah, I knew what was up. So it was just like, you know, two sentences. Just And I was numbering them, of course. And then you joined in, I believe it was, to correct me if I'm wrong, Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. For some what reason. an appropriate time to start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> start drinking. Beer. I was single. It was Valentine's Day. Let's drink some beer. Winning. No, but I saw you. I remember when you first got into it, and uh, my first impression was, "Wow, that's probably going to be expensive." <laughs> I wasn't making a lot of money at the time, and I'm like, "Oh, these craft beers tend to be a little more expensive than these." And we were buying whatever was on sale in the beer store, yes, right? The like, shitty. I was telling you, you don't even yeah, remember I this, really but don't. we'd go and be like, "Okay, 28 Budweiser on special. Pick that up, right?" It was just all about saving oh, as much gross. money as you could, right? You're, what were we thinking? Oh, I don't know. It was terrible, uh, but. My first thought was, you know what, that seems like a lot of work and it's way too expensive. Then like a couple or few weeks of you being into it and so how much fun you're having and all these delicious beers you're trying, I'm like, there's no way I'm not doing this. So I'm like, signed up. I, I believe you're right. I believe it was Valentine's Day. My first think- beer was a Bex. Was that was your Which first isn't one? the worst choice of, uh, you know, first beer. No, nah, it could be worse. Yeah, I did a lot of other terrible beers, but... 
that let's be honest, the whole 365 days of beer is really what started our true appreciation for beer. I'm so, oh, I'm so grateful for it. Having all the, you know, exposure to all the different styles and... It kind of forced us to try shit that yeah. we would never normally spend exactly. money on. Because you're like, would I try this beer and take the risk of it being shit? Or I could just go for this beer. You know what I it tastes know like. It, I know it's good. I get a yeah. Corona or something. I know sure. it's pretty chill. Yeah. And that just opened it up and it became like an obsession, at least for me. And I guess it did for you for, yeah. for most of the time as far as documenting and stuff. But it was very cool. We had, uh, in, if anyone's not in Ontario, they, the liquor store is actually the biggest purchaser of alcohol in the world. It's yep. called the LCBO, the Liquor Control Board of Ontario. And they have these like stores. There's the beer store who are a bunch of cunts and we'll talk about them in probably future episodes yep. about what they're doing. But LCBO, there was one across the state uh, street. We used to live right next to Ossington Station in the subway. Yeah, Bloor and Ossington, downtown Toronto. And we used to hit up that LCBO, that little one that was across the street. Yeah, you know, it was one of those uh, little hidden gems. It was a really yeah. small little LCBO, uh, but literally like right across the street from us. Mm-hmm. I always used to tell people I moved to that corner because my bank was on one corner <laughs> and the LCBO <laughs> was on the other. I'm like, perfect. Convenience. Now there's a Macca's there. Right, now it's a McDonald's. Fucking fun. disgusting. Uh, yeah, it was a great little <clears throat> LCBO because I guess the the manager or whoever ran that LCBO had an appreciation for craft beer and actually yeah. put some good little craft beers in the it back wasn't corner a lot, there. But they tried. Oh, they, they, yeah, they flipped them they, up. They really put an effort lot, in and yeah. they were always changing them. So it was good for us for our 365 days of beer because pretty much every week you went, there's some new, you know, yeah. interesting beer to try. After a few months, we cleaned that place the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Because like, we were drinking so much, I wasn't really working a lot. So we were like we just go in and we'd buy whatever you drop 50 bucks on like generally like cans and yeah. stuff i guess at first you're trying to get through all of them and then you started on the craft stuff so the cans were mostly from memory fucking pretty shitty would you yeah use, yeah i mean the, to do 365 days of beer you have to kind of try everything yeah. right so it, we, we we took that on the chin as in like we accepted that to get we, we were doing it for numbers not for yes, craft we didn't exactly. really know we knew no, what that craft point, was right. i guess but or did we? Because it was before the hipster shit that everyone makes. I think we knew of. what it was. We didn't have an appreciation for it, and we didn't really, uh, you know, we hadn't exposed ourselves to all these styles. We weren't really aware of everything that was craft. But we yeah. knew, oh, this is kind of, uh, you know, a macro commercial lager, and we know this is not. So right. it's kind of like we differentiated like that, but we. I don't didn't. think we used those words. No, no, no. Because no, it no. wasn't like in. I feel like now it's borderline popular culture. It is. It's yeah. Too it's much. Got so to that I point. think I want to talk about that a little later yes, too. Yes, we definitely yeah. touch on that as well. The uh, hipster, hipstifying of craft yes, beer and exactly. stuff, which kind of pisses me off. Because we were only just before it, but we got in just before it kind of. Really though, like just as I mean, probably like a year or I feel like 2012, 2013, it really started popping. And we were 2011, so I'm not, like you know we weren't we were late to the game overall. Right. But like we were, it definitely. I just don't recall. I mean, it it's been like a, it's been around for a long time, but it really exploded. Uh, you know, maybe a year Last, or two yes. into us doing the yes. 365 days of beer. So I did the 365 days of beer as you did. There yes. was a point where actually we were competing to see who could do, who could do, do it, it first because I kind of caught up for you to you for a little bit. Yes, and uh, I kind of fell off for a while. Was well, only because you have a, a much higher tolerance than me, so you could sit. Remember, we went to Texas. <laughs> We went to uh, South by Southwest a couple months after starting it, and you drank twice as many as me because I, yeah. I, I'm just lightweight. I'm a bitch. Like, yeah. I can't drink that much. Yeah. And you were fucking slammed, like, like six before we even left the house for the day, yeah. and then to, to go drinking. Yeah, it's kind of. And a we problem. didn't. It was before we were like uh, smart about it, and we were buying two of everything. Like fuckheads. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and it was expensive. And then we said, Ooh, why don't we just split? We're em. both doing the same thing. 
buy one beer, split the beer, bang it out, half split the, money, the cost, yeah. half the money, half the time. It was getting numbers. We we're trying to get numbers up, I yeah. guess, right? Because it was more like we didn't. I'm gonna be real. Like we didn't. I had. I was like, we are not gonna get this. We are not going I, to I drink. People call me out on social beers. media. Said, yeah, good luck, buddy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe this Make is it, gonna yeah. be a little difficult. It'd be embarrassing. Yeah. But, but I, no, I, we made it kind of clear from the start. I think publicly we were just like, oh, this is we'll probably see not how it go goes. So well. It may not happen. It's a bit of fun. Yeah. And then I don't know how long it took you. I remember seven months for me by August. I, I had it was closer to 10 months. Which was a spearhead, too. Spearhead, nice. Uh, Love pan. spearheads. Beautiful beer. Yeah. How long was yours? Because oh, you... I was just obsessed, and I just went fucking in. Yeah, you're OCD I was spending that, my food you're... money on that <laughs> shit. I was, like, not eating for a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I did it in about 10 months and decided, let's just keep the ball rolling. So, I ended up doing it... Tw- I did 365 days twice. And I took up the full two years, but I did it. I kind of, uh, you know, slowed down uh, during different parts, but due to whatever reasons, lack of money, lack of time, yeah, lack of interest. But yeah, yeah it, was, it was a really cool uh, idea and I love doing it. You are still doing it. Yes, I kind of got, like you said, OCD. Yeah. I don't know what, I just keep doing it. I sort of have enjoyed the, uh, it's like the hunt. The hunt of finding a new beer and I've got a fucking like an Excel spreadsheet like on my phone that I have to bring up because I'm pushing 1700 at this point. So I did 365 in the seven months and I was like, I reckon I could get to a thousand within two years, and I got to a thousand just about a month, like twenty three months in. Right. And then now I'm not doing number goals; I'm just doing them to keep doing it. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, I find it still like to this day, like it is annoying to sit there. Now I start doing like the pick stitches, so I'll take a picture of the bottle cap. Right, it, it evolved. Label. It evolved from you with the, the glass <clears throat> to like an artistic. Uh, yeah, display like I still in your... all the photos, and it's not a narcissistic thing. Like, right, no, it's no, because no, it's... I'm following that rule. Like I don't always do the label pine glasses. I can suck a dick. This is my shit. Yeah. Now I'm not doing it for that, but. It's uh, it's time consuming. We'll sit there and you know, I'll be out at a bar and I'll do it and I won't talk oh, to anyone for worst. 10 minutes while I'm like <laughs> that's, that, checking into Untapped. That's why I Making stopped. a picture. Yeah, that's why I stopped. I couldn't do it. You're, you're good with the social media thing. And I can do it pretty quickly now. You're good at the computers and the internets and, and I just internet. kind of, it's too much for me. So uh, I shut that down, but it was a great experience and I yes. learned so much from it. And uh, But I told you about craft beer and this is right. once it, and you kept that love going you, uh, outside of documenting you're drinking it, right? Right. Well, so you're still drinking the beer, you're just not documenting. Absolutely. It. I'm, I, okay. For me, it, I, I stopped enjoying the beer I was drinking because it was too yeah, much work to document it. And yeah. it was just frustrating. And I said, you know what? Uh, enough of this. I'm, I'm just going to drink my beer and enjoy it and maybe talk about it. Yep. But the, the whole writing it down got too much for me. And I knew you're OCD and you're, you're good at recording stuff like that. So it yeah, worked for mind. you. But really, the 365 days led into, for me, which is... Uh, the most uh, interesting part of craft beer to me is the brewing process. Yes. So what 365 days of beer did for me is get me interested in how to brew beer. Right. So I went out and bought one of those, you know, brew starter kits, so, yeah. a couple of uh, buckets and, you know, a, a siphon and a, really the lowest, and... yeah, the, but the lowest quality kit you can get. It was 80 bucks for this startup kit. Yeah. And, uh, but I got it and I, I got the ingredients and I went home and read a couple articles on how to brew, uh, Got John Palmer's How to Brew, which is a great, uh, fantastic book if you're a new brewer, beginner brewer, even advanced brewer. It has everything in there. It's like the brewer's Bible. Bible, So, but uh, yeah, we started out and you brewed. uh, We did a California Pale Ale, California Pale Ale, and it was ten o'clock on like a Wednesday night, and And we we thought, oh, we're like, yeah, we we got this. You know, we'll bang this out in two or three hours. It was an extract kit. Yeah, and from our knowledge, it wasn't going to take that long, but like two, three in the morning, and 
Oh yeah, but I remember I, I, we broke the. Uh, oh, we broke the thermometer. It was like we... somewhere, but just before Walmart closed, right. so I literally just ran from my house. I just piss bolted all yeah. the way to Walmart. It was like a fifteen minute run. Yeah. To get there to buy another thermometer because yeah. we needed like the temperatures were so key. Yeah. And we're like fucking hell. That was such a headache. Yeah. But the beer was great, except for the beer was actually good. Yeah. So we were. Yeah. I mean, for your first beer, what do you expect though? Yeah, right? it was just too bad. You know, it was really just uh, cooking from a recipe book. They yeah. have instructions. You put a powder in. Even boil the, the stuff, water. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's all right. there. Yeah. So there's not really a lot of, uh, you know artistic side to that you just kind of make it but yeah it turned out pretty good it it, it was uh like you said an american pale ale we call uh, it or we, i think the box had like technically yes they called it californian right, it means west right. coast american pale ale. right so it was kind of you know really slightly hoppy, hoppy. Fruity. yeah yeah yeah. should have been hoppier probably but we didn't know you could tweak that shit by dry hopping right so it started with that we did a few brews after that a few extract kits and we we realized that there's not only extract but there's all grain brewing so uh yeah, we did. Uh, we we decided to make the the jump to all grain, which was, I think, I don't a know. really good choice. Like, yeah. I feel like that's the logical next step from uh, from where we were. Like, the all grain is. It's like uh, how do you compare it? Like, it's like sort of cooking. You buy a a, a cake mix yes. to like buying the ingredients exactly. and then doing it all yourself. To it's, the point of like you bought the the mill, the hand mill, the grinder. Yeah, so you, you mill your own grain. Mill our grain. Yeah, so you can. Like you, that's personal. I, I think I really so. Yeah, like that. and that extra attention and like i know it's corny but like the love that you put into sure. that shit it fucking it makes a difference man i feel like the beers that we've made since then i reckon we've made more mistakes yes because there's way more that can go wrong because we're not following a recipe we're just like picking like let's make a style let's make a fucking belgian double was the last one we just right look we find a recipe we might find two recipes and combine that's what kind we of like. what we did yeah like- and then who knows if it's right maybe we choose things like we were saying last We're still night. learning. I mean, we brewed maybe, what, 16, 18 beers altogether. I, like I brew a few. You've done more than me. I brew a few by myself. I've only done like 10. Maybe it's closer to that. I kind of lost count. Either way, we're, we learn every single time we do it. And uh, it's, it's such a fun time. experience. And yeah. to crack your own homebrew and drink it is one of the greatest things, which we should be doing sometime soon. Well, we'll do it today. We have the yeah. Belgian Double. We haven't... Oh, you've tried it, but you haven't tried it properly cold out of a bottle. Yeah, right? yeah. I kinda, All right. So we have a big dog in the fridge. We'll crack that yeah. in probably the next uh, couple... We'll still keep going yeah. for a bit. We were trying to keep these episodes to around the 30-minute mark, so it's like a commute. So you motherfuckers jumping on the train, in your whip on the way to work, mate. You listen to us just serenading your ears. Mm, our sweet, sweet voices. Yeah, in your, yeah. yeah. Oh, you do that well. You voices. do that really well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, enough of that. But yeah, this episode will probably just focus on finishing what we're talking We just want y'all to know who we are, to know why we're doing this and you know where the passion comes from so that you can be like, like, well, we're by, you know, we're no means trying to say that we're experts on this stuff, but we've spent the last four years passionately, uh, spent a fuck ton of money. We've gone a lot of places uh, for beer. We've bought a lot of beer. We've done the home brewing. And, you know, even through my thing, like mine became the blog, the beer and other shit. I called my, I made a Tumblr blog so people outside of Facebook could see the photos. And then the, the beer and other shit. I feel like in the last few years, people keep, not the last few years, I'd say the last few months, people are like, yo, you should do something with that. Like you really should do something with the um, with with the brand or whatever. Even though this one time um, in uh, I was in Winnipeg on tour because uh, I'm a musician, and we were my friend introduced me to the owner of a brewery there. Um, I forgot the name of it. They're one of the better, like the best Winnipeg yeah. brewery. Fuck, I forgot them. Ah, they were really good. And he introduced me to her, and she's like, "Hey," and he's like, "Yeah, he's an MC, but he also uh, has a beer blog." She's like, "Oh, what's the blog name?" And I like, beer another shit. And she's like, "Oh." Yeah, <laughs> and her disappointment was like, I was like, oh, okay, so no one's Fuck ever gonna man, take it's it seriously. Another shit. No, it's Get like a dick. It. Like, but this is our shit, and the whole point of my blog was, 
I'm writing my, so, you know, beerandothershit.com. If you check that out, it's my Tumblr. It's basically my Instagram feed. The other shit is just the other things I post on Instagram, really. But the reviews were aimed at the layman, as in the person who knows dick all about beer like we did when we started. Sure. And I'm just, I, we learn along the way. When we go to the brew pubs, when we talk to people, when we listen yep. to pod, like other podcasts or watch videos and stuff and talk to other beer nerds like us. Uh, you know, you learn how to describe it. You learn about the different notes to, to, to look for. And that's how I was just like doing it. I'm cussing it and I'm being just how you're hearing us talk is how I've reviewed it. So I wanted to translate that to the podcast thing. And I felt like people kept saying, man, you got to do something. And yeah. the, the podcast seems to be the, the best way to go about it because now we can stretch that shit out from like a small paragraph on social media to now we can like yap about it and then we can you know we've got our brewing stuff and eventually like to be our goal is to own a brewery a brew pub like, yeah we've that'd talked be about amazing it for years. yeah and that's what we want to get to and you know this is the the point where these are all the just, steps we're taking to do that yeah right? and we want to be we want to show you like people that they, this is how it can happen like right now we've you know we're probably quite a while away from a brew pub because we don't know enough about it you right. need capital sure um but this is a way to, to get involved in the beer community because it's not that easy what you know you got to have a blog i got a blog but it's and its own separate thing and now it's like since you and I started this shit together it's only right that we did this podcast together then the video content which we're doing you know it's really cool to, to spend some time like we're hanging out drinking beer but we're fucking yeah. making a product that people can appreciate and you know learn hopefully learn a bit of something yeah this episode is mainly about us like I said but as the future episodes go on we'll be talking about different things different issues in the industry and talk about different beers and styles and interviewing some cool ass people yeah. we'll have tiff on the podcast we'll yeah. have notion on the my brother just um, hit up ryan he wants to do it with he wants to do it yeah, yeah, yeah like we'll get a few like homies on here people who are doing things outside of you know like the original gentleman boys we'll have them on we probably should skype phil from brewheads in yeah. one time um you know just get lots of perspectives on the industry like you know i think it's just a real cool little uh, platform for that i think anyone could do a, a you know a very clinical review of a beer and say, you know, all the things they should be, should be saying about a beer and say, oh, it has these hoppy notes and this and that, but that's boring. Who wants to hear that? So boring. I want to hear someone, you know, from a, you know, a true beer drinker, like, uh, you know, I'm going to drink one of these motherfuckers out on the patio. This would be fantastic. Out, exactly. You know, I don't need to hear all the time about, uh, you know, the different type of malts or hops or you know, sometimes that's interesting but i mean sometimes i just want to hear you know this is a good beer have one of these yeah like right now this is a patio beer yeah i sure. would i could smash these the the blanche de showy i could smash these bitches all day long yeah on a patio and you wouldn't even get that turned it's five percent it's light yeah you could eat some food with it you could just you know they're not too imposing on the palate sure um you know when we had the first time i had this was on a patio i remember we were hot as fuck it was like a nice day last summer on this beautiful like makeshift thing and I've got a nice uh, association with this beer because, you know, that's why I was looking forward to having it and being it was a nice-ass day, even though we were inside, um, you know, to have it. This actually, uh, you know, suits for that. But that's what exactly, that's exactly what we want to get across. It's yeah. more than just like, yeah, so the uh, malt profile is a little bit, uh, you know, heavy on this one. Like, fuck that shit. That's the podcast I listen to and it's cool, but it's so much more. I want, right, like you said, exactly. So you much people more. like ourselves yap about this shit. And can it get excited about? It? I want this to show our passion, and, and you guys to share in that, and understand, you know. And I was going to mention earlier, actually speaking about excitement. Yes. Do you remember 
when you were in Austin, Texas at South by Southwest. Yes. Walking into one of the grocery stores there and just seeing a wall of delicious craft beers from all around the states yes. that we've never seen before. How it's like, it was, it was like, like, it's um, like child of Christmas. Like, shut you down. Like, yeah. I don't know what to do. Like, it's like, like a kid on Christmas day when you yeah. walk into that place. Like same, same thing when we go into an LCBO or a, a dip in your, with a bunch of beers you hadn't seen before. It's like, it's overwhelming. It's like, you're just you, like, where do you start? Yeah. You just grab a shopping cart. <laughs> 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 like, Granted, yeah. 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 Count how many credit cards that are, you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just go broke. Honestly, I could fucking drop go broke thousands. Yeah, no doubt. In these damn places. But, um, it's a, it's that's the illest shit. The other illest shit that when we uh, we've done a bunch of beer trips, we've been to we've done three. I guess you could count now. Yeah, and the beer trips when we sort of spend a few days and we just jump in the whip, pack up some so shit. So they're they're, they're self guided brewery tours. Really, yeah. what we're doing. So uh, we plotted it out. We went on uh, Google Maps and we plotted out all the places we wanted to hit. Our first one was uh, a tour of basically southern yeah. Ontario and upstate New York. Yes. And we hit up places like uh, Nickelbrook, Trafalgar, yeah, uh, um, Muskoka, oh, uh, Flying Monkeys, Flying Monkeys and Barry, Barry, Barry. the um, what the other one? We went to Guelph or something. We went to go to Sleeman's and they couldn't get a tour. Oh yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. So even though just like Sleeman's is a, a huge macro, it's owned by Sapporo, but like they had a huge factory, it'd still be cool. To Interesting to see, that, exactly. Right? Yeah, their beers aren't horrible. They're not great, but. Yeah. Uh, what else did we do? Um, there was a bunch of really good ones, man. We just dropped so much ridiculous cash on that shit. Um, yeah, I think we came back. We came back with a, a trunk full of over a hundred and. Oh, hang on, that was the second trip. Oh right, you're right. Yeah, that was. But uh, we went to uh, when we went to New York. We went. To the, their main aim was Southern Tier, right? Southern which is Tier, Jameson, New York. I never forget it. And we drove. We had a six-hour day, like a, you know, a couple hours to get to the border and right. through it. I'm Australian, so right, all that. We had to go to immigration and blah blah blah. And then I believe it was like three or four hours. From the border? Yeah, from the border to the brewery in like uh, rural upstate New York. And we're driving down these little curvy roads and so excited American to flags go. Everywhere. Oh, American flags yeah, everywhere. They love their country. Oh my God, do they? Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we were so excited because Southern Tier is like one of my, if not my favorite brewery. Yep. And uh, just filled with joy to be actually going to the brewery and trying the beers there. And literally, we pull up to the parking lot, got out of the car, and the guy like, shut the door as we're walking up to it and we looked and it literally had just closed it was like 4 p.m or something and we didn't check and we didn't check online of course we would have left earlier so it was like one of the biggest disappointments and we literally like just like looked at each other after like six hours of driving all this border crossing bullshit and gas money yeah we're tired we're hungry all we wanted was a delicious southern tier and it was closed and we it were quite soul crushing. Oh my god! And we just didn't talk the whole. We were back so to the sour, so we, we had to tur- literally turn around and just drive back. We didn't home. even go anywhere else, did we? We just got no, the, no. We said fuck. We just, like, we fucked it. We turned around. Fuck yeah. the shit. It was like that was horrible. So yeah, literally, we didn't <laughs> we didn't talk to each other for like three hours in the car ride. We were so bitter, but yeah, it was horrible. It's but our the, goal to go back and eventually we'll get. Know. Oh no, I'm yeah. dedicated to get there. Yeah. The other second trip to Detroit. Was, Detroit, uh, Detroit. Sorry, yeah. So it's not Detroit, it's Detroit. Detroit, it's you the way guys I pronounce it. I can't pronounce Detroit properly. Yeah. I say Detroit. Detroit. Toronto. <laughs> Detroit it. Detroit it. That shit was fucking sick. And it wasn't, well, we always say Detroit. It was more of a Michigan trip. We hit up Ann Arbor. Right. Well, so we, uh, we we went to Windsor to start. We, we spent yes. the night in Windsor and then we crossed the border. Which has and, a total of zero brew pubs. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> yeah, they have a casino and like. That was fun. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah. And then. We made uh, the most of it. We did. And the, but Detroit downtown the like has there was that one what was it called just oh, Detroit Brewing Company Detroit yeah that Near was the, really cool the baseball man. Stadium. that was fucking yeah right dope. across from uh, the, 
there's the lion's guy. Comerica Park. Comerica Park. Comerica Park. Comerica. And uh, that shit was boss. And we hit up uh, Royal Oak, which was like the suburbs, um, which you'd think... Like Detroit's a fucking zombie, like you know, deserted weird. town. Yeah, there's all this infrastructure, but no one's there. No it's one's like, there at yeah. all. These like shops were closed, and like blocks of stores were just shut down and boarded up. And yeah. then you go to Royal Oak, and it looks like Queen Street West in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, like, it's people weird. everywhere. You know, big business, and uh, we also hit up Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor was great. Ann Arbor was awesome. Um, very, very cool. There was, um, you know, Jolly Pumpkin, which we didn't know was a fucking sour brewery, <laughs> and we and sour beers for anyone who's a beer, you know, a brew head or whatever. Like they're the hardest to get into, I reckon. I, I'm doing you know what I'm actually starting to get into them now. Like yeah, I'm really bad. starting to appreciate them. I think it takes th- some time though, eh? Yeah, the gateway for me was saison. Like a saison mm. really got me into that kind of soury taste. But when we didn't know, no, that was we the problem. Came back so, like six big dogs, and we're, like, we were on the whole like uh, like the pumpkin spice beer at the time, yeah. and like those you know discovering. And, that so we shit. saw this brewery, Jolly Pumpkin, with this pumpkin beer we're like oh my god this is gonna be phenomenal yeah and we started cracking them there was a few of them i, I can't remember the other ones we got from there but when we and we're like i remember one night back when we back in toronto yeah. we talking we cracked one we're like this wasn't too pumpkin or this was also like a i don't know like an amber i'm like yeah it doesn't look like off bro yeah off what the fuck so we tasting it it tasted sour and the next one yeah then the next one this too like they were all sour like that even the pumpkin beer was yeah it it was was sour sour. it was just frustrating we're like i wish we knew that was the label didn't say it didn't say like sour like you know michigan's best sour beer or some shit like that like we're so disappointed but i wish we knew the best part of that experience which is what i was trying to tell you not tell you earlier because i'm trying to make this organic and not talk about this shit um, we were at a place called Liberty Street Brewing Company. Okay. And we were sitting at the bar and we were doing the reviews. So everything, we'd, we'd uh, get a flight each or we'd share a flight to be tied up so we didn't say, flight, flight. No one can understand when you say flight. It's amazing. <laughs> Every brew pub we go to, they're like, what? Huh? No, no I, I want a flight. No, junction. A flight. flight. You want to fight? Okay. Hey, bring, it son. Don't bring it, son. Bring it, son. No, but yeah, we usually racist. have to translate for crazy. That's racist. Yeah. Canadians are racist. I apologize. That's okay. Um, yeah, so we had a, a, a flight. A yeah. flight? You fucking weird cunts. Yeah. We had a flight at uh, the Liberty Street one. And this is, I don't know if you remember the part. And people were like sitting at the bar and like, oh, are you guys from no, Beer Advocate? No, I remember. We're like, yeah, no, no, yeah, we yeah. just have a blog and you know, we do our thing. We do it. And the brewmaster came out. He's like, fuck, that's sick. He goes, did you try, did you try this? We're like, oh, no, actually. He's like, cool. Brought us the Bring fucking. Bring us stuff from the back that they weren't even there. selling. Yeah. And you know, this is my favorite, favorite shit about craft beer is the he was like oh so where else are you guys going oh we've been here and here we're planning to go here oh no you need to check go out let me say cunin yes and i very much regret yes. we didn't check yes. it out because i hear ha- good things about that we didn't have enough time like yeah. everything was i mean we i think everything was closed and i remember we got we, the, we hit what was it in a day 11 11 it was something absurd a lot of it would take out we go in right what do you got take out breweries or brew pubs bang, bang, but literally yeah. 11 brew pubs in a day that's it's gotta absurd. be some sort of world record or something. yeah it was ridiculous in the one little city if we had more time we would have gone to bell's like oh, Kalamazoo, I believe three that was. Floyds. Yeah, three, all them places. Like, I, you know, that's the next trip. Yeah, and you probably have to, have to spend like, because we were staying in Windsor. We should have right. stayed in Detroit or Ann Arbor or something. Yeah. And just gone places from there. But I just love that they're like, unlike a lot of other industries, craft beer, just like, oh, we're, they're, they celebrate the art of making beer. It's not like, oh, no, just come here and drink our beer. They're like, oh, fuck, you got to go there, bro. Their, their beer yeah, is the amazing. Yeah, the whole beer culture over I there. Is, that, well, everywhere dude. is that everyone's kind of... Uh, you know, everyone promotes everyone else. This is a good beer. Go and drink it. It doesn't have yeah. to be because I make it. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I found that's a consistent attitude when uh, we were shooting the video for Brewheads, um, which is something else that I did. I did a song about beer called Brewheads in conjunction. Not with only a song about beer, the world's first like exclusively craft beer 
hip hop song? Would I believe you call it? so. You believe yes. so? Okay. I feel like I don't want to say that definitively. Okay. That's how we marketed it, to be okay. honest. But I I don't know of anything else that there's a bunch of songs that kind of mention it and but like this no, was exclusively about yes so you can check if you go to uh, like I haven't heard one if there is one so no same here well, if you yeah. go to YouTube it's C my name is C W E and it's called Brewheads check that shit so you can see what we're talking about it's our but intro song so it's our intro song so you just heard it, yeah. the hook yeah. you heard the fucking beat um, and when we were doing that track I don't remember why I'm saying this shit but I think it was just more just pointing out like the the fact that like you know all the craft beer no that's why so Phil from Brewheads came up to Montreal and we spent a week with the homie Shane and Richard there from Nine Block Productions and we were, we shot the video in about well, seven days straight and we went some days went to two or three brew pubs they let you know we emailed them all we set up appointments at like 10 in the morning we were drinking beer and shit and they let us in their keg fridges they let us like shoot in the behind the bar giving us free beers like you know even the the owner dan of uh, one called brouhaha which we'll probably do an episode from and i want to interview him cool. on the podcast he's a fucking sick cunt word he um was in the video rapping and stuff he put his hat backwards and everything like he's such a g and he was the same thing like he was excited about Quebec, because it's a Quebec one. They the Quebec industry is very insular for some strange reason, um, but they were just he was just like oh, everyone's just so passionate. And he was telling us stories about the way other craft the breweries here interact and help each other out. And I thought that was so cool, and it was just so consistent with um, what we'd seen in in Michigan and what we'd seen. You know, we went to Nickelbrook, and the brewmaster was there and that just took really us on cool. an impromptu private tour of the yeah. whole thing. And in Nickelbrook wasn't as boss back then. Let's be real, is what they yeah. Are this now. was a handful of years. Ago 2011, I think. It was the first making, year. They're making pretty good beers, but Maybe they weren't as great now. I got to front. They weren't as uh, um, out there as they are now, and they they, they rebranded. I saw they recently. Yeah, they have these really nice uh, matte bottles. tall cans. And the, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like the the oh, uh, like the headstock headstock. And re- stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they redid their labeling, but the, the beer uh, tastes the better right too. Now. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah wet, mean, is the wet hop? Yeah, that wet hop ale. Yeah, that I was Nickelbrook, I think. It was fantastic. Yeah, and they got those cuvées, the waxy. Those are amazing. I love those. Cuvées. Very impressed with uh, Nickelbrook, but just the fact that they took a couple of blokes who were just yeah. I mean, they we, could tell our passion for we it. We walked excited, in, and we started right? talking about it, and uh, the, give us one of everything. The, like, yeah, yeah, we wanted, We kind of explained to the the people working in the store that we're doing this 365 days of beer. We're on these uh, these brewery tours. Uh, we were doing for the day, and uh, the brewmaster happened to be there, and he came up and introduced himself we had a little chat and then he said uh you know do you want like uh a guided tour by me the brewmaster of our facilities i said absolutely yeah Yeah. so he brought us down actually (coughs) excuse me at the time they uh they had just purchased like they just started canning and they just bought that canning line. I don't know yes. if you remember. So it was like and they were giving us those half full cans. Of yeah, the, the ones that they they had to get rid of. So yeah. they, they just started it, and it was a very small production. But it was just cool to see that. I, I'm assuming I haven't been back since. I'd love but to they, go back. I we bet they've, they've grown a lot since then. Because I, I mean, yeah. And then they're the, like the big bottles now. They weren't doing like six, seven. They weren't doing the cuvées and stuff. They're just doing your regular run of the mill three thirty bottles and the green apple. They had like a real standard line. They had they used to have this like tinny weird flavor through all their beers and it yeah. was just very underwhelming but I, I bet they're, they're, it's I haven't had those yeah. beers for a while yeah. to be honest but I only buy their their sort of uh, I don't know if they're seasonals or their special ones or whatever um, you know but anyway Nickelbrook is good the beer industry is fucking awesome the craft beer industry yeah. is fantastic it's uh, it, you know I guess it's almost like there's an element of pride being sort of everyone is, is a part of it I say in the track like it's a very inclusionary culture like it's not except the hipster shit which I guess we can talk about in another mm-hmm. episode but like you know it's I really the beer really snobbiness like yeah just, I just, it's out just, there but 
doesn't need to be a beer snob. Like every beer has its place. That's something you told me actually, mm-hmm. and I never forget that. Even though like you know Bud Light and all that shit can suck a dick, <laughs> I'll never drink it. People offer me like Buds. I, I'm sorry, thank you. I'm good. Yeah. I'd rather drink water. But you know, at the same token, it's not being a beer snob. I just can't handle bullshit anymore. Yeah. Like once you have good stuff and you can taste the adjuncts in a Heineken or something, I yeah. just can't do it. Can't do it. I respect that. Yeah. But this is going to be the first podcast of many. Yes. So we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. So I hope, you know, this went a little longer than expected and we were, uh, we just, as long as we got across, you know, who the fuck this we are. This is who we are. We this like beer. Doing. We like it. We love we're it. We're going to talk to you about it. And it's Hopefully you want to listen. And uh, so just to wrap up, once again, I'll mention the sponsors. We got OriginalGentleman.ca for all your Boss Dog beer products, the combs, the beard oils, the shampoos. When you check out, put in beer as the code and you're going to get 10% off. And of course, Brewheads, thebrewheads.com. Check that shit out. Say g'day to Phil. Tell him we sent you. When you check out, B-A-O-S for beer and other shit and you'll get 10% off your entire order. And of course, the Movement Fam at themovingfam.com, which is our independent record label, which, of course, released Brewheads, uh, the song and video, and uh, lastly, highseasonco.com, which is our social media company. If you need help with all that shit, we got you, bro. Trust me, though, still. Word. Word, indeed. So, guys, thank you for being with us. It's been fun. Enjoy your fucking day. Have a beer. Cheers, cunts. Cheers, cunts. <laughs>